Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome to a special edition of the Creators Outlet. Today, our special guest is Dave Brink. Welcome. Hello. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello. Uh, thank you for having me, man. Oh, it's, it's the first time on the show. So I'm like, I was all excited. I go, yes, somebody else. Another show this week. Yay. <laughs> do, you, do you have a lot of um, a lot of returning guests? Um, Quite a few, yeah. Right. Uh, okay. John Hervey from uh, Beyond Time Comics. I uh, I watched that on, one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was, off, on, uh, was on last night, and he's he's been awesome. on a bunch of times. Uh, Mike Jimmy from Life on Cora has been on a bunch of times. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Um. Ooh. The uh, Matt and uh, Steph from Incinitrum, uh Incorporated has been on a bunch of times. They do uh, they do some children's books for uh, Scout Comics. Plus, they have their own IPs that have been going on for like over ten years. Right. You know, so there's uh, Marv V from the Sin Killer has been on quite a few times. Sin Killer. Yes. Cool. So, a lot of cool first, people. First, we want to let everybody know where they can follow you on X, formerly known as Twitter. On X, yes, uh, uh, Jamin Comics uh, at Jamin Comics. It's yeah. it's pretty simple. Um, so 
Bernas Bislit, yeah. And in the chat, we have the link for the FMC campaign and the Indiegogo campaign. Yes. Thank you for sharing. So, uh, Indiegogo, I ask everybody, uh, shadow banned or just unpopular? Uh, not not this time. So they didn't shadow ban the, the campaign yet. They they did shadow ban the previous two. So <laughs> it's it's a so very weird. Yeah. It's a very strange platform, man. And, and their, their support is useless. But this time I was prepared. I was like, okay, I can still gather money from, from Indiegogo. So go there. The audience is there, right? But I also have this extension on Fund My Comic where I'm, I'm pretty sure um, um, there's also a large portion of the same audience, right? Yep. So um, I uh, I tried from a comic a few months back with a second chance campaign for the, for the Perfect Ten series that I had like issue one, two, and three, and it did pretty good. So I was like, yes, do we should keep this in here? We should keep uh, from uh, my comic as uh, I I would love to have from my comic as the main option, uh, the main site. Only it, it it is missing some features that I I basically need uh, to make my life easier as a to uh, for the fulfillment, but also for for bags to get all the add-ons. I have so many books, right? And so, Fama Comic is pretty new. Um, I'm looking forward for them to to expand, but but for now they uh, they're perfectly fine to do like light versions of the of the larger campaigns and it's good to never leave money on the table so that also of course uh, i think the big thing that they have uh creators wise is uh they've got the lowest cut out of anybody's campaign that's um, true yeah as far, as far as i know i think uh oh what was it Foom or something like that. It was like a newer platform before FMC came came went live. Uh, I knew a couple of creators that went through them, but they took a bigger cut than even Indiegogo and Kickstarter. Holy shit! So uh, yeah, everything people everything tried it combined. once and it didn't go back. So yes, everything combined with with the fees and extra fees. Um, mm -hmm. It's about. Yeah. Seven, eight percent from Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah, and that can that can add up to a lot. So, yes, yes, a lot. And of course, the good thing too is uh, fund my comic. What you're going to find on there are comics and games, mm -hmm. so you don't have to scroll through, you know, electronics or uh, oh. you know Scottish tapestries or whatever. <laughs> whatever they're doing over there so yes i just think it's a little easier to navigate uh with searches than the other one is it's got it's got a couple of unique features with the you know you can tip the campaign and if you tip the campaign enough if people tip the campaign enough it actually raises them up to the featured tier window yeah that's that's a clever clever feature 
with with Indiegogo, they basically force you to, into giving yeah. this tip. It is really some decisions, man. Some decisions these companies make. I I I don't get it. <clears throat> it yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It's like, <laughs> why would you put a stranglehold on the people that you make your money off of? Yes, yes. But also, the thing is, you don't have. A choice as a creator also i uh, i don't want it on my campaign i don't want it to be part of the of the experience for the for the backers for the for the people visiting the page and still there man it's it's annoying so you basically have to have to explain to to people uh you can't skip it you just have to put it to zero so they actively have to type in the zero Otherwise, they they pay this this small percentage. It's really strange, man. Yeah, well, that that's what I do if if I want to, uh, you know, do more, you know, tip the actual campaign for the creator. There's mm -hmm. usually always that, you know, that thank you tip jar at like the beginning of the of the tier. Yes, yes. You know, yeah, you want you want to tip the creator, not not uh, Indiegogo. Yeah. I don't. I don't like, want to pay Indiegogo. I don't want to pay Kickstarter. No, thank uh, you, thank you, Indiegogo, for 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 implementing the stupid feature and shadow banning <laughs> creators. Here's a tip. No, no. Just the tip. Yeah, <laughs> just a tip. Just a tip, sir. Right. So, what has your journey in comics been like? Where did you Where did you start out? You've been like a lifelong fan of the medium. Yeah, I, I started I started to read comics when I could read when I uh, when I was very young. Um, uh, I started with hey, we just a tip. Yes, yes, Chris, Sugar, just a tip. Sugar loves the tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started with uh, with like like magazines like like the Donald Duck, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> And then uh, later on, I discovered uh, Superman, Spider-Man, and I was very young, and I was like, "This is this is fantastic! This is awesome! This is so cool!" Right? And they had this this company in the Netherlands. They they translated these these American comics, so I could could learn to read. So I was starting to learn uh, learn to read um, um, uh, Dutch, my own language, and I was fascinated by all these colorful. Um, tough-looking characters and and cool stories, and it was was just was just fun, you know. Comics were just fun, and um, so I I I basically gravitated towards the superhero stuff, um, and uh, there was just a small portion of American comics that were translated here. Um, so later on, when I was was older, when I was 18 i began to read english uh books so because you could read imported comics yeah. um so uh, so so i began to uh, i i just wanted more and then uh, it was around the time that that image comics started um and that was was just a, a fascinating fascinating period within comics right and I think that was the moment that I uh, knew that I wanted to try this for real. So the image guys basically 
inspired me <clears throat> like like you just need to uh, to do this just 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 try it uh, you never know where it leads right so um <clears throat> i um i made this this flyer um i was this this student and there were other students it was this this creative school right for uh, for creative for for marketing and 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 advertisements stuff like that so you had a lot of uh creative people there and i i made this i made this advertisement uh that i was looking for other um students to make comics with in an image style so <laughs> and i i put it up there and that's when i I thought of the name Jamin Comics. I just needed something for my ad. So, and I was like, I can change it later, you know. And people actually responded. So, um, and uh, so we were with seven people, seven students, and we started to produce comics and uh, and we basically didn't, didn't really know what we uh, were doing. We just knew uh, the things that we liked. Uh, it was mid nineties, you know. So, uh, and um, and we did produce some books. It, it was all Dutch, uh, and we brought it to conventions. and uh, And we thought we were awesome, but it was basically rubbish. But uh, it 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 did help us uh, learn to make comic books, right? Um, but it was um, it wasn't something that we uh, we continued to do. The group kind of fell uh, uh, apart because we needed to grow up and do other things. We uh, we left school. We needed jobs, you know. So life happened, yeah. and um, and uh, uh, like 15, 15 years later. So in in two thousand fourteen, yeah, in two thousand fourteen. I picked it up again. The 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 Jamin comics uh, catalog with characters, and I was like, I I still want to do something with it, uh, with this. And um, so I I started to to create this comic. This time, I wanted to target the the English market, the American market. So all all English. Uh, English format, so uh, basically copying the, the uh, copying the uh, the the American model, and I brought it to Kickstarter, and and that was that was in 2015. It was my first ever crowdfunded comic. Um, it didn't it didn't raise much, you know, but uh, at at the time for me it was it was. A breakthrough you know it was uh i um, i realized that i could do this if, if i if i continued to do this so now we're like eight years along into uh, this this journey almost nine and there's the steady growth you know the steady growth so yeah that's uh that's basically, growth you know you're you know you're on the right path uh yeah yeah i've i've never had a campaign uh, not fund and i've never not not delivered 
anything. So um, I'm doing something right. Um, the growth is is very slow. And none of the other Jaren um, members from back in the 90s are, are still making comics. Um, I'm the only one. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically, I, I had to find a complete new network of, of other creators, creatives mm -hmm. to do this with. So in the beginning, I did, I did make some uh, mistakes with uh, choosing uh, the wrong people, right? Uh, people promise things. Um, and um, so that, that cost me money, that cost time and it was frustrating. Um, but now I'm at this, this point where I, I have this very select group of creatives, artists, writers, colorists, letterers, people that I have worked with, produced books with, that I trust and that I go go back to, right? So, uh, so that aspect of creating um, is now easier than in the beginning. Are there anybody, any people in particular, uh, on the indie side that you look up to that, you know, let you fire a little more for the business? That fight, fight a little more for the business? For their business, you mean? Oh, no. Uh, somebody that, somebody uh, from indie comics that inspires you to do more. Right. Oh, um, well, I, I, I really, I really, Admire uh, Michael Bancroft, for instance. He is um, um, uh, he works hard. Yes, I I do streams like maybe twice per week, right? And that's to me <laughs> that's that's so much much work along with all the other stuff. And Michael draws. He does multiple streams per week. You see him on 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 other channels. And his growth is tremendous. So he has yeah. a, a, a very large audience. He's very kind. He always uh, um, uh, does what he says, what he says, and um, and he has this has this this way of of interacting with people that I I. I'm pretty. I'm pretty uh, self self conscious about my own um, um, presentation. Um, you know, I I had to to learn to to do these things. I'm I'm pretty sure Michael also needed to learn, but um, it, it just looks more natural. And he has talent, and you know, so so he's one of the guys that I uh, I admire in that aspect. Um, just people that that work hard and that you and that you can can tell they have passion for what they do this yeah. this is what they they do um they uh, they are what they do that's, yeah. that's what i wanted to say so yeah Yeah, but he's Australian. Yeah, that's okay. Well, and, not and everyone you wore a red dress on stream because I <laughs> made a purchase of everyone... the campaign. <laughs> uh, yes, 
And Chris is doing is doing good also with his morning show, morning roast. Yeah. Once he communicates to guests that he invites on that it's actually at 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but I'm going to pull the camp pull the campaigns up and uh we'll take a look at the uh at the trailer and then uh go through and see what we can see sure okay this is the uh the fmc campaign FMC. Fun comic excellent and you've got an exclusive dan doll cover yeah how cool is that man Dan Dahl, that, that was that was excellent. I could could get him to do a a cover, and he knocked it out of the park. It's gorgeous. I basically I just, just 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 described to, to Dan what I was looking for, mm -hmm. and he just nailed it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw him this morning uh, on the uh, Red Valkyrie auction. He was he was All up right. there selling some original art this morning. Yeah, yeah, his his Isom piece looked looked amazing, also. Oh yeah. So let's let's take a look at your trailer. Yes. So on Fun My Comic, you're eighty-two percent funded. Uh, mm -hmm. So you need like eighty-one dollars. <laughs> yeah, eighty-one dollars. Yes, eighty-one dollars to hit funding. Still another twenty-three days to go. Yes. I and basically uh, waited. Waited with this. With this campaign, I, I I had to know that I was funded on uh, on uh, Indiegogo, mm -hmm. um, had the the basic funds, and this as an extension, uh, as so I can only ask like five hundred dollars. Yeah, just to uh, to produce these these uh, these extra books, right? For uh, with this with this limited cover, because I will uh, print the amount of covers that uh, that. Uh, that there are backers plus something extra, um, so there will be uh, they will be rare. Yes. So you've got, uh, as I like to call it, the Australian variant digital comics. <laughs> it's expen it's expensive to send Michael books. E e e yeah. Yes. Yes. It's uh, from from here. It is because it 
it's it's like thirty or forty dollars to ship something to Australia yeah. from the states. Yeah, I, I think so, I think it it's about the same from the Netherlands. Yes, this is true. It's it's crazy. It's crazy there. But I I always offer digital options for people who just want to to support me, right? And um, um, so every every digital backer is much much appreciated and i will send out the comics as soon as they're done basically so, so oftentimes uh, digital backers get the books earlier because i uh, i can send them out while the printer is, is still working on them so they get it right away yeah yes yes exactly so you can get the perfect 10 issue four mm -hmm. for only eight dollars digitally yes uh, cover c the dan Dahl cover is only 14 plus shipping yes uh you can get a digital catch-up tier and get all four issues of perfect 10 for 30. Mm -hmm. or all four physical copies for 50. Yes. Four books. Awesome. And then we get into the books and a personal commission for 200. Yes. Pow, Pow will draw you any character you want. So it can be a mainstream character or uh, your own or a genuine verse character, whatever you want. He will draw it for you and you will get the uh, the original plus a high res scan. Oh, nice. Because with the high res scan, you can make it your your uh, desktop or your uh, yes, your you lock screen even, uh, on your phone or tablet. Exactly, I've seen some uh, some other creators. I did this last year with issue three also, and and I I'm seeing other creators using these these commissions they they had. Um, uh, they have them colored, and people can can get them through their campaigns now, uh, uh, as prints, for instance, right? You can do whatever you want with it. And the original cover art from Dan for yeah, 500. Dan, yes. Dan was kind enough to offer the, the, the original pencil work, right? Because this is inked digitally. So yep. you get the pencil art. But still... <laughs> Yeah, but still, it's it's very detailed, man. It's uh, yeah, you can you can own that original pencil cover for five hundred. Yeah, this is true. And you get uh, all three covers with it. I will sign them for you. I like um, my comic signed. <laughs> yeah. So. So we keep it. Uh, we're keeping things simple yep. on this campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Commissions. You got the original cover and mm -hmm. options to get one or all of the books, digitally exactly. or physically. If it happens that someone, for instance, has like book one and book two and wants three and four, just contact me and 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 we can do that. You know, it's it's no problem. But um, last time I had this this catch up, like the second chance campaign. So I think most people are 
up to speed with the series right now. Look at this art, man. This is this crazy. This is this is Paul Rodericks and Daniel Rodriguez doing masterful work. Um, this is so good. I, I, I'm such a, a a fan of Pau and still can't believe I'm I'm actually working with him on this series. Oh yeah, his his work is tremendous. You communicated properly. So you, you you sent him the invite five minutes before you went live like you do to Sim. Disney doesn't in, exist in perfect 10. Only dreaded yeah, dinosaur. Yeah, the dreaded dinosaur is, is now a a character within the genuine universe. So he is a, a fictional character within the genuine universe. So the genuine uh, children watch cartoons of the dreaded dinosaur. It, it's not a porn cover. Yeah, someone said that that it was poor. So no. <laughs> but since you, you, have, been you have no innocence, Chris. Ever since that group of uh, <laughs> Navy personnel ran a train on you, we know. <laughs> a man in a red dress with three wispy chest hairs. Yes, I thought you were going to wax that. Like like Dylan Mulvaney, it's the same thing, right? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sugar can be sugar can be woman of the year too. <laughs> he, he can be CG woman of the year. <laughs> yeah, let's let's make it happen. This, this is animal. this is half half a a double page spread. So we have, uh, I think we have in this in this issue we have three double page spreads. Oh, nice. Um. Simply because, well, first, Powell loves to draw them. And um, secondly, because there are like scenes that that can really use this. Uh, these are for, for big moments, right? Uh, yeah. And this this fourth issue is, um, is really action-packed. A lot of things, a lot of things happening here. Right. You get a, a free print also from Pow. This is Pow's art. Yeah, that's just awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's um so this this is the so these characters we had these characters for for years, and this is the first time they finally appear in a comic book, and it just made sense for the story, right? I I put in characters when they have a role within the story when they make sense. I I don't just put in characters to show them off, right? They have to they have to add something in the story. And I I happened to have this this scene and I needed two heroes for this scene. I was like, this is it man. This is perfect. <laughs> so uh yes so uh so the first the first Introduction. And so it, it's a very '90s looking uh, image, too. So, yes, yes, it's it's all '90s, man. We're uh, we're all. I'm a man. I don't wax. That's debatable, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the next Andy Kaufman, woman's champion of the world. Do you know Andy Kaufman's dead, Chris? <laughs> 
You want to be the next dead woman's champion? <laughs> oh, and he thinks I troll him on his streams. <laughs> you came here for this punishment. <laughs> and the commissions are approximately 11, uh, 7 by 11. Yeah, it's comic book size, so it that's what comes with your comic, yeah, with your comic shipment. Right yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the first stretch goal unlocked. Gorgeous piece by uh, by Pau and Federico Sioc. Just some some summer vibes, you know. Nice. <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah. The the other. Um, so we're the stretch goals are are on the, the Indiegogo campaign, but once they're unlocked, they will move over to this campaign also. So everyone gets the stretch goals that will be un unlocked. On the other, and is there is there uh, more on the Indiegogo campaign for tiers or items? There are some more tiers. Yes, uh, you can get the the original cover art. You can get uh, a uh, catch-up tier with uh, both both covers and it has the the cover a and cover b you can get there so it has m more tires oh look more tiers. like magic whoa look at this <laughs> how did you do that i was prepared okay <laughs> it doesn't happen very often but once in a while it's pretty sweet we have we have 99 back so one more guys one more, and we have 100 backers. So, uh, so yeah. if I know there's a lot of people that only want to buy their comics on Indiegogo. Yeah. And uh, there's other people who'd be like, oh, exclusive cover. Uh, I'm going to go to FMC. And some people just buy from all. And, this you know, this happens also, yes. It's happened to me. <laughs> Where I was like, oh, I just spent how much? And now you're telling me you have one on this platform, but uh, there's an exclusive cover? Oh, and no. I bought, the, did... I bought all the covers on this one, but now I'm missing one because I didn't buy it from there. So then I got to go over there and just buy that one tier. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, from like, from okay. this from this campaign? No, not not from this one. From oh, uh, a campaign okay. from the past. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, I, it's. I, yeah. I went all in on the Indiegogo, and then like thirty days later, they launched a Kickstarter, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. This this is this is how they get you, man. This is how they get you. Yeah. It's I I I know I I do feel a little bit bad about it. That I kind of separated these 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 versions on, mm -hmm. on various campaigns, but I do want to offer people on Fund My Comic something special. Uh, that was yeah. basically the the mindset that there. Um, I have noticed that that indeed certain some, some people backed here. They also backed on Fund uh, Fund My Comic. I really I really appreciate it, and I will think of something extra to put with their with their with the shipment we will just combine the these shipments and i will do something extra with it 
Oh, good. So, you, not just saving money on shipping from a combined shipment, but you'll uh, get them a nice surprise in there too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think. I. I. I think they. They deserve it for for being so enthusiastic about all these covers, man, and about for supporting me. Um, look at this, man. This. This is just just great stuff. I. I just. I just love my own books, man. This is this is so good. This is this is like like comics that I want to buy in the in the shop. Oh yeah. Um, and and that's a great use for duct tape too, or is it electrical tape? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I used to work in. I used to be a disc jockey in nightclubs and. We used to get girls in like this. Oh, really? Oh, you not with the skulls on the shoulder, but the out the the skin. Sure, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't complaining. No, <laughs> no, of course not. Thirty-two uh -huh. pages, full color. Yes. Uh, if you need to get all the issues, uh, perfect ten number one, second printing, and then. First printings of two and three are also available on the campaign. You can get them all together in the tier. Or if you're just missing one, you can get an add-on. Uh, you get over 112 pages of story all together. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's a pretty cool uh, Mike Bowden cover. Yeah, Mike Bowden, man, this, this, is, this is crazy. You know, all you can do is just ask. You can just ask these people, and and sometimes they say yes, and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's let's do this. And uh, so so he made the back the back cover, um, and it's and it's yeah, it's excellent. I knew I uh, I wanted to feature ten on the back side because uh, she isn't featured on the on the original two covers mm -hmm. for reasons because I I like covers to reflect the story or parts of the story within the pages yeah so uh so 10 is yeah is there's something going on there but but for the back cover you know you can just feature her she's uh looking badass here oh yeah these are these are some uh some Interior pages all lettered, so people can 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 read along. They see the quality of the lettering, also of the colors. Somebody there is a fan of the dinosaur t dinosaur TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's cool, huh? That's very cool. I love that. And and, and the dreaded dinosaur is just perfect for a for oh, yeah. a. Uh, Fictional character within this universe. You can do a lot, uh, a lot with that. Well, and these layouts, these layouts are also fantastic. So tell me about her headpiece. Yeah, it's um, it's it. So so this character was also from the nineties. I um, I had this this old sketch, and I I gave it to Pow, and I was like, Pow, I I, I want this updated. I want something something new with it. You can use this as as a basic reference, and he completely uh, he completely upscaled it. Um, 
she had this 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 yeah this crown like thing this i don't know man it, it just looked awesome but for the character itself because she is like a um a leader of the you have this 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 group within this this universe like 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 the mafia but they're all super powered criminals right they're, they're superpowers and she's the leader so she's the badass she's the biggest badass of them all and uh everyone respects her so so she had to have a little bit of of royalty uh i thought she had to to look the part so the headdress yeah it is goofy but for the character i think it makes sense it makes yeah sense yes Yes. Patton, I'm sure she probably loves the attention. <laughs> yes. Every once in a while, somebody stares at the headdress instead of her cleavage. Not for long, but... <laughs> that's that's a cool but, thing about comics, man. You can do whatever you want. It's uh, Oh, yeah. It's, uh, as long as, uh, as it looks cool, just go along with it, right? This is uh, a double-page spread. Very nice. You can also get the uh, the original uh, with this campaign, which are basically two two Bristol boards. Um, oh, nice! Look at this this motion also. Like like you have the this this background with the depth with the with perspective, and then these these the. The smoke creating motion as the big guy jumps towards calamity, and it's everything moves, man. There's there's motion on the pages. I just love everything about this. Yeah, because because you told me about being inspired by by image when the guys first came out and yeah. and made that whole movement. I look at this guy and I see Bad Rock. Oh, really? Bad Rock. It, that's. Just the, the features of the character, it kind of made me think of Bad Rock. Right, right. Because he's like so huge. He's got these yeah. red throbbing veins everywhere. I'm, yeah. I'm sure Sugar is jealous. <laughs> he was more He was more inspired by uh, um, um, the 10th. Do you know that? Oh, that yeah. Character? Yeah. Yeah. Weird things just wander through my head from time to time. Sure, that's um, yeah. And and these characters got got redesigned uh, um, just before we started making this book. Uh, we had like like I, I have art from them from uh, from years back, and in the other um, um, art uh, designs, they have different costumes. And the guy is uh, so this monster is gray. Mm -hmm. But uh, for then we started to to actually produce this this comic book, and I I was like I I want something else. I don't want him to be gray. I I want him to stand out, you know. And I've I've never seen a yellow Hulk before. So I was like, let's try that, man. And and from that, um, I redesigned the costumes, made them black, so it stood out against the the yellow. And against her white hair, mm -hmm. I think the combination works works perfectly fine. Oh yeah, 
But closest I've seen to a yellow Hulk is going to be when, uh, in an old Looney Tunes cartoon, when uh, when Tweety Bird drank the mad scientist potion, he turned <laughs> gigantic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never thought of that. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm surprised nobody ever thought of doing uh, Mon Monster Tweety and the Big Chungus together as as like a team in a in a comic. <laughs> that would just be funny to me. Yeah, we get some some cards. So with with every campaign, we offer like cards. We make new cards with characters featured in the comic book. Mm -hmm. They are all drawn by by a Dutch artist called Rene Bergmans, and he's working on them right now. And um, so you'll get that for free once we once we unlock this. These are cards like like these, right? So pull that up. <clears throat> and oh, this nice. came. With the previous campaign, they're all numbered. So this is number, uh, what is it, eleven? Uh, and the back side has this chibi version. Oh, nice! With the logo, and we have like now, now we have ten different cards. They're completely done. They're out there, and with this campaign, we will make four more, if possible. Slowly build. Very cool. Very cool. I like making these, these cards, man. That's, that's yeah, fine. I, as soon as I scroll down, I'm like, oh, Dave likes cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing is, you know, I, I not only like these cards, but I I also like to um, to offer work to other creators and at an a he's good at at making these cards and i was like you know let's do this every campaign so that's that's a deal that i have with him um so he keeps busy and uh and we all get and we all get like cool cards so slowly building this this collection nice so you've got cover A and B is the featured tier uh, for 26 in US. Mm -hmm. Yep. And digital is the same. And cover A is 14. Cover B is 14. So yeah, <laughs> you can get the featured tier here and then bounce over to fund my comic and get the exclusive Dan Dahl one over there. <laughs> That's the, that's an option, yes. Not to mention buying the original pencils. So, yes, right, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, you get uh, so you get two different catch-up tiers here. One with cover A, so issue four, cover A, and one with issue four, cover B. Nice. And issue three, you will get a random cover. We have like two. Two covers from issue three also. So whatever is in stock, you will get. Or you can just get both of them together and save even more. Yes, that's also possible. And the commission. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the original art cover for cover B. 
original cover art and signed books. Mm -hmm. yep. 420. Good deal. Here's the double page splash. Yeah, that's a beauty. So you can you can frame up these individually or make yourself a custom frame and put them together the way they should be and, <laughs> yeah. and hang them on hang them proudly on your wall. I'm not sure how Pow does it with with attaching them. I, I I'm not sure. So we'll find out. That one is sold. Yes, I like to see the sold out listings. So that went. Now, do you have other series besides Perfect Ten? Yes, sir. We have loads. We have, um, we have, let me see. We have, of course, American Bliss. Oh, yes. So, uh, Here's a cover also by Pow. Nice. And uh, with a pinup here by Eric Hudson. Eric Hudson does the, does the interior work for American Bliss. So this is issue one. And we're planning five issues. Nice. So working, working on that. And then we have um, the Dream, Dream Girls Sleeper Agent, uh, which... which I would love to to continue. This is the issue one. It's a it's a one shot, but there's plenty of of more stories that I love to uh, love to tell about this this character. She's basically a character that um, so she travels into dreams to fight nightmares to prevent demons from the night from the from the dream state to enter our world. Right. So this. Awesome That's book. cool. She's she's an anti-Freddy Krueger. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we have uh, we have Power Trip, which is on anthology series. We tell like three shorter stories here. Mm -hmm. We're now working on uh, Power Trip two. So this is issue one. It was the first introduction of of American Bliss. Also, uh, then we have uh, well, yeah, we have ten of course. We have the Earthling series. The, the Earthling, Earthling series is a. Uh, we have four issues out. This was the first, the first American language book that I uh, released. Oh, nice. So four issues out now. We still need, need to make make some more. Uh, with art books, we also have. They're not in here, but we also have um, Ajax Awakening, which is a series. So that that's going on. What am I forgetting? I'm forgetting something. I'm forgetting something, guys. I'm not sure what. But um, almost all of them are available as as add-ons with with the Indiegogo campaign. Oh, good. And it's impressive that you have a spinner rack. With just your own personal creations on it. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. It's a little. Most bit, of us uh, get spinner racks just to just to put some of our favorite books on. And now, right, they, yeah. now they make they make a a way too expensive spinner rack that you can that's made specifically for you to put like graded books in. Oh really? <clears throat> yeah. 
Well, they make money from everything, man. <clears throat> oh yeah. It's really, it's really convenient. I, I have my my web store also, so when I get this this order, I don't need to browse the the boxes. I can just pick what I need from the from the spinner rack, nice. and that's uh, so yeah. I can. I'm yeah. I'm Will, and I'm an addict. Oh, look at that. Yes. Holy this shit. is my fourth collection. I'm not the fourth collection. This That's this is my fourth collection. I've sold my collection over the years. Oh, oh, you sold it? Uh yeah, and, and then I go back and, and buy it again. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, your taste change like uh for a good 15 years. I was making like really good money and I was suffering from FOMO, fear of missing out. Right, so yes. I would buy one of everything off off the comic shop shelves. Uh, you know, wow. plus buying back issues online or from other shops. And then I was like, okay, I enjoyed reading these, but I could have saved myself a lot of money and just, you know, paid $20 for like one month and read you know, all the books on their digital platform instead of mm -hmm. spending all the money on the physicals that I didn't really have interest in collecting at the time, but no, <laughs> no, it is what it is. <clears throat> so, so do you, do you still buy, buy like, like corporate comics or is that, uh, mm, not so much. No. Um, I stopped like, uh, when I was like four, they started putting the Adam West Batman TV show in syndication. And I watched it and I was enthralled by like all the bright colors and the action. Uh, that's where I discovered my favorite Joker, Cesar Romero. Uh, and behind me over here, um, the the frame between the other two jokers is actually Cesar Romero's autograph. Oh. As a prime wow. possession. The the Heath Ledger is just like a wall cling vinyl thing with a bunch of like the Joker cards that a friend gave me. And the right. uh the, the one on the far left uh was a commission that I had done probably about 10 years ago. I've got a I've got a few more like lying around. Uh, Mike Jimmy drew me a Joker uh, mm. a few years ago, and right, cool. I've got some originals from uh, Sean Howe and quite a few other people. I take it. I take it you did buy the the latest series of um, uh, Batman and Joker um, uh, by, by Mark Silvestri. I didn't, but I have some friends that I mostly trust their opinion. Uh, since basically everything DC's putting out now ends up becoming like a limited or mini series mm. for the most right. part. So everything comes out in like trades or hardcovers. So I'll get the hardcover of that. Oh, you're, and, you're waiting out for it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'll, I'll yeah. wait out for that. Mm. Um, the actual joke, the ongoing Joker series, I have like a handful of the issues. Uh, the, the first one I got, was actually through an artist friend that I know, and he was in the midst of drawing on a blank sketch cover doing a Joker piece. So I 
I purchased that off of him. So that's cool. added to the commission sketch covers. Um, I do a show uh, usually once a week with uh, my friend and co-host, uh, Thomas, where we, uh, it's called OK Boomer. <laughs> Yeah. And we go back and we, we go through old comics. Like we'll read a different book like every week. And then we'll go we'll go through the, the entire book on the show and and talk about it and talk about, you know, the art and the writing and everything. Uh, he sent up a nice gift of the hardcover of The Killing Joke for me. Oh, wow. Which, which has a backup story in it that's never been printed anywhere else. Really? Wow. Yep. So, uh... He's got, uh, we've got stores out here called Ollie's. They're kind of like, you know, bargain bin places. And Marvel and DC started selling Ollie's, like their massive overages that are taking up space in warehouses, not making them any money. So they sold them to them for cheap. Uh, my problem is, is I live just south of Boston in New England. And everything that comes up here has to get transported up through train or or tractor trailer. So everything up here is more expensive than it is down south. And he lives down south. <clears throat> he got me the that killing joke book down there for three dollars. Oh, that's a steal, man. That's up here good. it was nine dollars. And I'm like, Wow. I'm not gonna go back to Ollie's. I'm just gonna have him call me whenever he's there. Yes. Do a live yeah. video call and I'll tell you, you know, what I want. <laughs> Yes, and do the same up here because uh, once sometimes uh, not not this one up here. This one was terrible. Uh, he goes to a couple down in down south that they have an entire like back corner wall, like a full like aisle length that's comics on both sides, organized nice and neat. The the new one that they just opened that I went to by me took all the comics and smushed it down into like one little bookcase. Mm -hmm. And then charge like extra money. Um, oh, okay. I, I bought the uh, I bought the White Knight series, Batman White Knight from Sean Gordon Murphy. Okay. Uh, I got I got that in a hardcover for five ninety nine. Plus, it included uh, the Mister Freeze one shot from that from that era, from that universe that he did. And mm -hmm. I, I bought uh, an artist edition uh, of uh, Suicide Squad 1 through 8 that Jim Lee did all the art on. Oh, yes, yes. I, it was, I it was black and white. Uh, like the pals and the zaps and the booms and, and blood would be colored in, but everything else was just his, his strict. Strictly just okay. his line work. Oh, that's that's nice. Um, I'm like they took all the color out and charged me an extra dollar. <laughs> you got less. Yeah, uh, I yeah. got less, paid more. Yeah. Welcome to America. <laughs> so you're more uh, you're more of a DC fan. Um, I I grew up mostly on oh, DC. You were. Yeah. Um. Always loved. Grew up with Spider Man. Loved Spider Man. Uh, in the but a lot of that stems from we had the old goofy live action Spider-Man TV movies back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, we had like the 1968 Spider-Man cartoon, which is still great. Uh, and 
you know, the cartoons were made to sell merchandise, including comics. So they they did their job. And I love a lot of the Marvel characters. Um, but I don't love anything that mainstream is doing on any of their stuff. No. I, I quit buying and collecting Batman three years ago when they turned when one of the writers turned him into a social justice warrior i said i'm done called up the shop cancel all my books i'm not buying anything i'm all done i've had it was it to tom king uh yeah no i think it was right after the tom king run right after city right after city of bane um I had like a few more issues after that. Um, oh, you you held on, you held on through the through the Tom King run. That, yeah. That's well, I hate. I was, you know, hope springs eternal, and it started off so good, and then went downhill so quickly. I'm like, uh, yeah. this is terrible. Um, it's a shame, right? That 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 enthusiasm that we used used to have for comics, that that little bit of magic, you know, and they yeah. they completely lost it. The, the mainstream lost that. Um, well, I get, it, I get it back through indie comics. And uh, I also get it back through back issues. Mm, yeah, sure. Buying stuff that I always wanted to buy, but, you know, couldn't. Uh, and I am I am 100% down with being a, a, dollar, a dollar box diver. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes uh, you discover some gems, right? That's that's that. Yep, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I've got, I've got almost a complete run of Volume One of uh, Mike Grell's Warlord from DC from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, all through dollar boxes and and cheaper than dollar boxes in in many cases. Um, I got a. John Sable Freelance, Mike Grell's uh, old indie IP from back in the day. I got the entire series from First Comics for twenty dollars. Wow, cool! Um, I've got almost a complete run of Rom Space Night, and you know a couple, a couple of others. And you know, if I find a bunch of stuff in a dollar box, I'll text my friends. Anybody interested in this? And they do the same. So we end up, you know, getting from different spots, but just shipping them to each other. Um, yeah. I got a, I got a nice stack like this of uh, Steve Rude's original Nexus books the other mm-hmm. week, and uh, you know, I will buy back issues and new indie comics, and yes. an occasional like you know hardcover collection. Sure. If it's yes. if it's something that you know, <clears throat> I I think is worthy of my money, but otherwise, I'm I'm just buying indie. And a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the back issue comics I'm buying were indie comics at that time, because that's where mm-hmm. all the all the legends came from. So they got their right. start, you know, they got their start in indie comics, and then they got <clears throat> you know they got a a foot in the door at one of the big companies. And then years later, they're like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna go make my own stuff again." Yeah, yeah. In a way, well, they went. So that's how things used to be. People were were hired based 
on skill and merit and that proven themselves through other means or mm-hmm. and nowadays they get like hired because of their gender or I don't know pronouns in their bios yes yeah, so um, the flags they're flying yeah and it 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 shows in the product that they that they live because you you don't see the passion on the page there is no passion yeah. right these are just 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 tourists yeah. they come in they do whatever they want there's there's no there's no uh, direction uh, yeah. they uh, Nothing matters. Nothing matters. You know, Canon doesn't matter. There's no one uh, who tells them uh, they can't, like, do this. There aren't editors. Yeah. So they don't. They don't care. Yeah. They. No. Uh, they don't care. I started getting concerned years ago when all of a sudden, remember the editor's notes in yeah. the older comics. That was cool. So they would they would tell you what issue that happened in. Mm-hmm. And it was so you could go to a comic shop or a comic convention and look for that issue. You'd write it down in your notepad and you'd carry it with you and you'd start scratching stuff off. Now there's mm-hmm. things like the uh, like the CLZ app that does the same thing, but it fits in your pocket instead. It does what? Uh, there's an app called CLZ and it lets you log in your books. Oh, like you, yeah. you can scan the barcodes of like the modern books, or you can mm-hmm. type in by uh, by title or publisher and put them in. Uh, if it if it doesn't exist in the database, so you can you can actually take pictures of all your books and upload them to the CLZ app. Oh, okay. All so right. I I do I I do that with with my indie books. I, mm. I take a picture and I put all the information in, you know, write up like a, the, a brief synopsis and, you know, characters and, you know, creators on it and upload it that way. If somebody else ha- happened to buy that same indie book and they go to, they go to upload it and then it'll give them a, it'll tell them that that already exists in the database and they can take a look at it. And right. Okay. If so if it's the same book, right. Yeah. It's a shared, it's a shared database. Cool. Yeah. So that's cool. You know, so now I don't have to wonder where my, where my comic book notepad went when I, yeah, yeah. you know, when I go into a shop, I'll go to a con. Yes. Take these lists, take this pull, list. Pull it up on the phone. With you you yeah. pull up a title and you see what issues are missing and you're like, okay. Need this one, need this one, need that one. <laughs> that's that's convenient. And, yes. and after, after you pull like a dozen out, then you ask the guy, uh, "If I buy a lot, uh, you're going to give me a discount, right?" <laughs> <laughs> it never it never hurts to ask. No, of course, never hurts to ask. Sometimes so they, yeah. After perfect, after issue four of Perfect Ten, what's next up for Genuine Comics? I was I was I was talking to Pau about this last night um, because I noticed while I was writing issue five that I think we need one more issue. So uh, perfect ten will be uh, six issues probably. Okay, good. <laughs> so these things change, man. Like like new new ideas just. 
they are uh, too good. So they need to be in there. So we have six issues planned right now. So uh, Power will be working on that. We're also working on Power Trip uh, number two. Uh, it features a story uh, which is drawn by Gilbert uh, Monsanto. He's working on it right now. Um, and um, then I like to do a team book named Safeguard. Uh, that I, I I've been looking forward to to doing that for for years now, but there's just no time or no funds, right? So um, mm. um, so once when it's possible, I will I will do the the safeguard uh, story, but it has to be done after Perfect Ten. So Perfect Ten needs to be finished because the safeguard book uh, story wise connects to the perfect 10 story um and there are some some smaller like things that are in the air but um it all depends on the on the resources that yes. we have so basically the money that's that's it that's it so i am i can now fully fully invest in one series which is Perfect Ten, and do one side book, which is right now is is Power Trip, and once there's more money money available, we can do more titles. Well, you have quite you have quite a library so far, so yeah. congratulations. Yeah, thank um, you, man. Thank you. It's crazy. I want to thank you for coming on, everybody. Make sure you follow Dave on social media. Uh, go to the website and uh, back Perfect Ten on Indiegogo or FMC or both. Thank you, Will. Thank, thanks for being my guest. Uh, very nice finally meeting you outside of just a chat on somebody else's stream. <laughs> yes, yes. Nice to meet you too, man. It, and anytime cool. you get something new, uh, just just shoot me a message and uh, I'll get you on a stream. And, and I'll become one of your new regulars. One right? of the new regulars. You never know. Never know. Thanks so much, Dave. Have a great night. Bye. Bye, man.